Hello, and you are tuning in to Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, serial entrepreneur, first-time mom, and straight shooter, Terrace Sherman. Every stage of life comes with its own set of challenges, and in each weekly episode, I will dive into the topics that are difficult to face. I'll be bringing you interviews from trailblazing guests, as well as healing-centered solo episodes. Life comes at you fast. Don't overthink it. Don't think about it too much, too much, too much, too much. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Couture. And for this episode, I wanted to talk about how perfectionism is killing your productivity. And so um, with this episode, similar to every other episode that I put out, I really like to speak from, you know, experience and um, that first person that that firsthand point of view. Um, And so I just know for me. I am currently seven months pregnant, yay, with my second child. Um, I do, um, I run two businesses and I work from home um, or I run those businesses from home. And so a lot of the dynamics as far as like what my, um, what I'm paying attention to, what, um, what I'm doing outside of work, during work hours is starting to look very different as well. Um, and I just realized how... The pressure to have everything be perfect is really has really killed um, or at a point in time had really killed my productivity. And so, you know, just waking up every morning, trying to, you know, make sure I'm sticking to a morning routine, trying to make sure the house is clean, trying to make sure the laundry is done, um, trying to get my son dressed so, you know, that my husband can take him to daycare um, and then do all those things, try to make sure I'm, I'm reading my 15 pages of positivity. I'm listening to my podcast and trying to do all these things and still try to clock in and be my best self and serve my clients to the best of my ability by 9 a.m. Um, and I realized a lot of different things started to happen, right? So once I did actually clock in or, you know, air quote, clock in and sit down to work is now I'm charged with the task of feelings of being overwhelmed or feelings of, you know, trying to settle stress or um, because I've been rushing all morning trying to hurry up and meet this this 9 a.m. clock in time. Now I'm sitting down and I'm trying to decompress from all these crazy emotions. And it was really killing my creativity. It was really creating, killing my ability to to be innovative, um, killing my ability to get shit done, which is what one of the things I pride myself on. Um, and so for me, I was sitting with this and I'm like, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm realizing because, you know, when you have a dip in productivity, if you are self-aware, which is very important to be self-aware, that's why I encourage self-love I encourage taking the time to really discover who you are to really get in tune with who you are I don't feel like that's a luxury um it's definitely a requirement definitely a necessity especially when you're trying to grow to these different levels and especially when you're aspiring to something more you know and we are aspiring to just show up as your best self let me just leave it there when you aspire to show up as the best version of you to live the, the best version of your life 
just to, to have a life of enjoyment and a life of happiness and a life of peace. It's very important to be self-aware because you need to be able to identify when you are off. And at some point in your life, this is for everybody, you are going to be off. But the difference between people who stay off and people who just have a moment of being off and they're able to readjust and get back on track is being self-aware, being honest with yourself, having um, doing that work on a daily basis so that you know what it looks like when you are off and when you are on. Um, and so being self-aware, that's something else I pride myself on. I, I do a lot of work daily to be self-aware. <laughs> If I wasn't y'all, I would be a hot mess out in these streets. I just want to let y'all know that. But um, being self-aware, I was starting to see like, hey, I'm, I'm not getting as much done as I normally do. Um, not as responsive as I normally Like, you know, just starting to like notice all these little quirks. And because I'm pregnant, you know, it's easy to be like, hey, I'm just pregnant. I don't, you know, this is a time where I have taken a lighter, um, a lighter, stress level as it relates to my workload right so um i do believe that pregnancy is time if you can uh if, if it's something that you can do i believe that you should really work to decrease the stress while you are pregnant and so um you know i'm putting it off on, okay i'm just pregnant maybe it's you know i'm just not really feeling it i can't snap out of it blah 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 and it's like a lot of things come with being pregnancies but right now what you're doing is you're doing this to yourself right because you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to be aesthetically pleasing. You're trying to make sure the house is perfect, even though you have a toddler. You know, you just you're trying to live up to all of these different um, these different standards of what you perceive is supposed to be the correct way of doing things, right? And so, for me, um, like I said, the, the trick with perfectionism is a couple of things, right? Because perfectionism is subjective, um, and so. You constantly are trying. It's like you're on a hamster wheel of trying to reach an attainable level. It's like, because will it ever be perfect? Like, will you ever be good enough for you? Like, if you ever notice, like, people kind of sit on projects or they sit on different things for, and you probably yourself are sitting on something right now because it's not air quote perfect, but it's like, what does it look like? You know, like, what will it look like once it's perfect, right? Um, and so for me, you know, just growing up, like my mother had four children. We are all exactly one year and six months apart, right? So what that would mean is at some point, at least two to three of us were all in diapers and pull-ups around the same time. Um, and I just think about like what my life was like growing up, right? And it's like, okay. I'm like, you couldn't even really tell people lived in our home. So now I got this standard where it's like, I want, my problem is I live here and I work here, but I, I don't want it to look like people live here or work here. Um, and so like, but once again, that's an unrealistic standard. The, the times are different. The circumstances are different. And so me trying to attain someone else's uh, level is just not, it's not realistic, even though there's something that I grew up with. And I really had to take a moment and it and it did take me having, you know, just having a come to Jesus moment where I really was like, OK, ma'am, like at what point um, <laughs> at what point are you going to let yourself just be like, OK, you live here, you work here, 
you teach your son here. Like you, we do all the, we do all these things here. Like it's occupied space, right? And even when I when I come into my workspace, um, it's like always trying to okay, let me clean, let me make this perfect, let me make this perfect. But it's like, ma'am, you shipping out you shipping out orders. You're creating uh, shirts. You're you're working on projects for clients. Um, it's so much shit going on, right? It's like, how could your workspace possibly be perfect unless you were not working in here consistently, you know, and just all these different things. And it, and it seems very small, but what I realized, especially as it relates to women, we take these small things and we snowball the hell out of them and we stress ourselves the hell out. And we wear ourselves down and we burn ourselves out because we are constantly on this hamster wheel of trying to reach this level of perfection um, that don't exist. Um, and then, you know, I, I know like especially with, you know, people who, who see me on social media, who see me constantly working and now it's their expectations of what my life should be. Right. Um, and then you're trying to make sure that you're living up to whatever these expectations are. Like, yeah, the, the everything's always in order. Everything's always perfect. And it's like, you're going to kill yourself doing it, literally. Um, and so that's that's something that I, I just really want to make note of. Perfectionism or perfection is subjective. So you're going to always be trying to reach this level. Especially if you haven't defined it for yourself, especially if you keep readjusting that goal line, especially if you keep watching, you know, how we do YouTubes and TikToks and, you know, this whole plethora of information that we get to, to take on these daily vlogs and, and then the the commentary of, of women who are older than us or are, you know, our mom group friends or stuff like that. It's like you're going to constantly be, be trying to readjust this goal. When the only goal, the main goal needs to be joy and peace and happiness and love. And baby, the rest of this shit, we can figure it out. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is that procrastination. You got to be careful because procrastination can also disguise disguise itself as uh, perfectionism. We use perfectionism as a crutch. Right? I'm trying to wait to get it together. You know, I'm, I, I got a little bit more to do on it. Meanwhile, the days are passing you by and you haven't done any extra work on it. Or meanwhile, the, the days are passing you by and you haven't even looked at whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish or trying to get done. Um, and so that's something to be very mindful of because a lot of people will say, I'm a perfectionist, but really you're just a procrastinator. Really, you're just trying to make a thing sound better than what it is like just call a spade a spade you procrastinating you're trying to dress it up as perfectionism but what are you perfecting what are you working to perfect what daily actions are you taking to quote-unquote perfect this thing it's like if you are not taking action if you're not constantly working on whatever it is that you call yourself trying to perfect then you're really just procrastinating i'm just i gotta make sure it's right Put that out and let the chips fall where they may because at the end of the day, like you're not even contributing. You're not even putting forth the effort to make it better. So what are you like, what are you doing? So that's why we got to really be careful when we use this word. Oh, I'm a perfectionist. Like, are you really though? 
So we got to be careful with that. Um, another thing that trying that being a perfectionist or trying to strive for perfectionism does is it increases your stress level. Increased stress will cause a creative block. It will block you from being innovative. It will block you from you ever around people like, oh my gosh, I was on a roll. And this may have even happened to you before. Where it's like you, you're on this roll and everything is flowing smoothly and all of a sudden you just hit a wall. Stress will kill your creativity. It'll kill you too. I'm keep saying that because women, we wear these capes and it's okay. It's okay, but I don't think I don't think the cape is worth dying over, you know. And so it's important to do things that that relieve that stress, right? To understand that okay, today is just a day that the house probably need to look a mess because I got things to do. Because like even for me, I I realized like I'm spending I was spending so much time just. Cleaning and cleaning and cleaning and cleaning. That's why I go back to the first point that I made of perfection being subjective. Like, at what point is the house clean enough? (laughs) At what point is the house clean enough? The laundry, it can wait. I remember having uh, my sister. She's like, it's always laundry in here. And it's going to be laundry in there if it comes down to... Me having to get something done in laundry, it can wait. And then at first, like comments like that make you feel pressured to try to force yourself to get all this stuff done. Once again, that's an increase in stress. Because as you you trying to get all these things done. Like I said, I wake up... Um. My my husband does take our son to daycare every day. I like to get him dressed because I feel like that's our time, you know. I like to get him up, sing his songs, wrestle with him, pin him down, brush his teeth. Like, you know, I feel like that's mommy and me time. That's our bonding time since mommy does work all day and you're at daycare all day and, you know, daddy gets to drop you off. So that's your, you know, that's your bonding time with daddy in the morning. Um, I like to bond with him to start his day. And then as soon as they're out the door, I'm trying to rush and get the, you know, get everything clean because I worked all day. So by the time you're, everyone's home, it's like family time. So now realistically, what time does that leave for me to clean or to spend time with myself? You know, and the, I'm not, you know, I take that time. If it's necessary, but I also realize, like, hey, you know, it can wait. Stress. I'm telling y'all, I don't think, and I think now as I get a little older, you know, baby in the 30 club now, your girl is in the 30 club. And so a lot of stress that we don't see, you know, we don't see the effects of stress typically at a younger age. Like I wasn't, didn't have a lot of friends who, um, 
were really suffering from anything that was stress related. But now as I get, you know, now I'm at that stage where I'm starting to see the effects that it's having on people in their 30s, mid to late 30s, even early people my age, you know, early 30s. It's important. It's important to take care of you, do the things that will decompress you and that will eliminate stress and decrease the, the stress levels in your life. Um, and so, like I said, I really just wanted to address this because, <laughs> well, most topics, they come to me when I am journaling, when I am sitting in conversation with clients, once I start to see like a common theme over time. And so this was a topic that really had been sitting on my heart for quite some, for quite some time, you know, because it's like, um, especially given COVID, a lot of us have completely like transformed our lives, right? Whereas work from home is more convenient. It also poses its own, um, its own obstacles or its own learning curves, right? Because working from home is something that a lot of us have never done. And so it's like, okay, like, now we do everything at home. <laughs> we do everything at home. Um, and so I just started to notice, like, a challenge is staying on task. You know, staying productive. Like, why are you seeing more stress even though you're home? Um, and so that's why I really wanted to address this. So I want you to be mindful. I want you to be mindful of perfectionism trying to perfect things of having a perfect vision of now I'm not saying don't be disciplined I'm not saying don't have routines in place I'm saying be mindful of perfectionism when it starts to creep in especially once it starts to impact your level of stress and when it starts to impact your ability to produce and that's not even just work. That's for yourself, for your family. Like, what is your mood like? Like, when you lay down at night, are you overwhelmed with your thoughts? Are you at peace? Are you happy? Like, really, when it starts to impact how you show up, how you show up for you, how you show up as you, you get... Be really, really mindful of that. And so also, um, something that has helped me quite a lot to the point where, um, so I've been designing journals for a very, very long time. Y'all, I used to, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, planners and journals, but I, I used to call the journals journals. They were just kind of like journaling prompts for me. Um, and like... When I say a very long time, maybe like 2000, like I used to design my journals all the way when I was in college, but I would literally just like print them out in the student center, like have them bound together or hole punch them and put them in a planner um, because I never quite found planners that really worked for me because I've always done like a million, million things at once. Um, and so what I ended up doing is, and I, and I want to say I created this. Maybe six years ago, it's the Busy Bay workbook. Um, but before I offered it as a freebie, it was called the. It was just a productivity uh, training. It came with audio as well. 
But this Busy Bay workbook, what it does is it has um, it has these journaling prompts, right? It's a guided journal and it helps you with clarity and self-care to the point where you are able to identify and eliminate fake work, avoid burn, burnout, and you're allowed to do more with less, which is the goal, right? Um, and so I know for me, I go through these journaling prompts at least once a year. So I have created this and I made this an actual workbook. Um, and it's so important for me because like I said, whenever I find myself getting overwhelmed or headstrong or whatever the case may be, I have to sit down with these journaling prompts. Um, life is continuing to evolve, right? We continue to evolve. So even though you've done a journal once or you've done a prompt once, it's very important to constantly revisit and, and consistently be in a state of evaluation for yourself. That's how you that's how you maintain um, staying self-aware or being self-aware. And so the Busy Bay workbook is actually available on lifeandcouture.com. And I'll also link it in the episode notes, but it's a very great starting point, especially if you are struggling with your productivity and if you are struggling with perfectionism. Um, so like I said, very good tool, very good start. I'll link it in the episode notes, or you can also visit lifeandcouture.com. Once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. I'm your girl, Terrace Couture. Follow me on Instagram at Terrace Couture, but also follow Life and Couture on Instagram at Life and Couture. The podcast is powered by lifeandcouture.com. And we're just excited to continue to be able to grow. We're excited that you continue to give us your support and your feedback episode after episode after episode. Um, And we're just ready to keep pushing out more content. And so until next time, see you later. I want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Don't Overthink It, the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Terrace Couture and check out the website, I am Terrace Couture.com. And until next time.